Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. Here we are. Welcome back. Chopping Lines episode 31. Shout out Jamal Lewis. Great uh, Raven there. Big episode coming at you. We got, yeah, and some. Um, We got the Super Bowl to discuss some NBA action. We'll talk a little bit of golf as well. Among other sports should be a good one. I'm joined across the way out west of the quest. I got Doc Ward on deck. It's great to see you, Doc. Oh, yeah. Great to see you, Ted. How you doing? I'm here. Great to hear I'm looking forward to this episode. I think it should be a good one. We're going to have correspondent Kev back with trivia as well. Love to hear that. Something to look forward to. We're taking a, maybe a little bit of carpool tunnel, taking a break from the bowling this week. We'll see. Oh, I thought we were just carpooling to the tunnel. Hey. I didn't know if that was like the new club in town. Hey, got a couple of those tunnels around Baltimore. The channel. Producer Joe on the track, conveniently repping a Baltimore Orioles shirt. They, uh, they are back for pitchers and catchers as of yesterday, so that's very... Very exciting to see. I planned it. Uh, hey, the man, you're a producer for a reason, Joe. You're a, you're a professional at this. So, with no further ado, we're going to hop right on in. Super Bowl review. I'm going to start this off first with a can crack. It's a natty daddy episode. That's a big boy right there. I, I've gone 0 for 6 my last uh, rhyme, my last two rhyme times, if not worse. So is this like a punishment, or are you, is this like liquid courage? We're You're trying to out. drink your way back into the positive. Maybe just trying to feel a little bit better about the situation in general. We'll mm. see how the date goes. But Super Bowl 57... What a game. Really, it was a great game. Incredible. It started out hot. It ended, I mean, outside of, like, the very ending, Ooh, which which we can talk about later. But it's, like, honestly, through and through a great game. It I was, was really pumped about it. Yep. Opening touch, or both opening possessions came out yep. with touchdowns. Some lead changes. Yep. Had the Butker um, yeah. hit off the upright. Yep. It was a beautiful ding. Very nice little chime. Yeah. We had Jalen Hurts inexplicable fumble, just kind of right. tossed the yeah. ball out of his hand, kicked it. Which was right just away. like to talk about. I mean, outside of losing, the only you know bad spot of his performance that night. The I mean, only dude, bad was, spot. dude was dealing. Like he was, he looked really. He looked like a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, which he was. Yeah, as we found out, even uh, Mahomes came out. It was either yesterday or today. It was like, if you have any doubt left of Jalen Hurts at this point, you're just, right. you're wrong. Yeah. You're, he said it more. Well, I mean, who does? I mean, that's one of those things where it's like, these athletes love the, no one believed in us. And like, well, yeah. but it's like, if you have any doubts about Jalen Hurts, I don't think anyone had doubts about him really. Like, I thought maybe. Until, he... I mean, the injury there exactly. could have been doubts. a little banged like, up. I think everyone knew. I mean, he was the MVP, leading MVP candidate for a lot of the year. It's kind of wild that he only outside got, what, one or two votes Yeah, yeah uh, outside of Mahomes. Two. But that's the thing. I mean, Mahomes was quietly just plugging away, doing his thing. Elite. Yeah, but great uh, great Super Bowl all around. Uh, not one without controversy, though. And before we get to the officiating, 
the field, like the field horrendous. is slipping everywhere. They had the god Assad, the guy that has been doing this the entire time the Super Bowl has been played. Like this guy's been in charge of the field, I think, all fifty-seven years. Yeah. Um, they were working on. I mean, they, they this grass, this this uh, blend was developed. I forget the school, but Oklahoma State. There you go. Okay. Um, whatever 10 12 years ago i think so they've been kind of working out it was at the stadium for two weeks or two months either way but they were rolling it out every day to get sun all this i mean it it comes down to i i don't know what it comes down to i mean like why was it that way was it the halftime show was it all the paint they put on the field was it the grass itself all I I'm think it was the grass. Is, it's that was it was all this can't happen. I mean, the NFL gets away with being the biggest show in town. Like they can have so many things fuck up. And yep. it doesn't matter because guess what? You're gonna watch. I mean, we're gonna talk about this, the field. We're gonna talk about the officiating. We're gonna talk about the commercials or like the pregame show. All whatever you want to talk about. It just, it really, I mean, it's just something to complain about. It's, it's a it's foundation, conversation it's a foundational thing. But, but we just talked about, this was maybe, that's 10 weeks ago, sometime during the season. A big discussion started yet again. This happens every couple of years, but there was a big discussion being held throughout league circles this year about composite turf. And our official turf, and maybe we should go back to real turf and the injuries. The I mean, uh, players have talked about it. I mean, the Chiefs. A lot of Chiefs players said the field was worse when they played there in the beginning of the season. They played the Cardinals. Yeah, I I did read that. I don't know. I mean, maybe is it? Yeah, whether it's the desert or Chicago or whatever. Like maybe you just there are some places you can't have real turf i don't know it seemingly is just like damn if you do damn if you don't right you're gonna have problems on all types of turf but you can't have i mean it was noticeable i was saying that in the first quarter oh yeah dudes are falling down everywhere like i I just don't that that's bad for the product is what it is it absolutely was and you hate to see it the guy who i i don't remember his name the the god of sod sod father whatever Um, he apparently has very tight connections. I believe his full year job is for Kansas City. Wow. Weirdly enough. So this is we're entering conspiracies. If you want to go there, <laughs> no. there's some stuff on on tape. Um, well, that's ridiculous because it like, and, like that's something that affects all the players yeah. out there, and they were all teams were changing cleats. I mean, yeah, I, that's. I mean, that's an interesting little wrinkle. It's an odd little thing. That's. You know, the, I, I don't the, subscribe to the script and like the things being fixed. No, that's no. I'm so overhearing that. There's plenty of it out there. Uh, yeah, there's also plenty of the Earth's flat and a right. bunch of other shit. So, so want to give Patrick Mahomes looked like he was hurt, hurt in the second. Yeah, quarter. he did. What a heroic. Performance yep. came in, looked like he, nothing was wrong. He got he got all the drugs, whatever well, yeah. he, whatever they put well, into him. And was... I'll say this: I've been there, done that, and I think a lot of our listeners have to. Adrenaline's a real thing. Oh yeah. But also, we've been shooting athletes 
full of things forever. Like that's another thing that was like trending on Twitter, Facebook, or whatever it was. It was like, oh, like oh, and like Pat Mahomes. It's like you don't think every injured player is getting like numbed the fuck Tore out before they go out stuff. there. It's that's just how it works, and I'm glad it is. I'm the guy saying these professional athletes making all this fucking money if they want to and sign the waivers take all the steroids yep, you want you're lives. getting we could we could have a great advances in science if you just said hey all you guys take all the fucking hgh and like whatever it is that heals you up quicker you know do that yeah we would get the best product on the field and we might be able to reach a fountain of youth like imagine the things you could discover if you had athletes on and I'm not talking like anabolic steroids. This isn't yeah, about yeah. hitting more home runs. This is about, oh, you have a high ankle sprain? Take this. And you know what was once a possibly three-month recovery? We'll get you out there three weeks tops. Yep. Imagine what maybe you could enough, do with maybe that guys information. Yeah, over the course of a career and, you know, daily testing. I mean, these are the guys, <laughs> they're taking care of, like, you know, presidents and fucking like oh, yeah if not racehorses that can net you 20 million dollars and shit it's like we we know what's going on with these guys yeah not a secret uh they scored on every possession in the second half three straight touchdowns coming right. out and a field goal well and that's the other thing before we get to the officiating yet again i'm yes. setting the table for that the eagles just blew it it's as simple as that like yep. their defense Didn't did not out. show up at all. I mean, Jalen Hurts showed up. The offense certainly showed up. When you get into a 35-38 situation, it ain't on the offense. Nope, ever. But the real edge the Eagles were supposed to have was supposed to be the defense, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, just the undeniable pass rush. They had no all, sacks. Right, no sacks. I mean, zero sacks. Barely had pressure. The Chiefs' offensive line was outstanding. Right, and Pat Mahomes was, hey, bad ankle. I just didn't look like it. He was running nope. all around on them. He had two massive runs that those two game changers. Yeah, swung the game as much as any, you know, throw did. 100%. And... You know, we, we're going to get into a little bit of the refs here on a couple plays that James Bradbury will play. I, in, even in live motion, I said that's a flag. That's a chippy one to call at that time. It's it's one you could easily Bradbury dismiss. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. could easily dismiss it. Right. But I, it's a flag. Well, but here's what I hate about the NFL. Because we could sit here all day and debate a lot of plays. And we could both be right. But when Goodell and officiate, I mean officials and coaches and players all say, well, you could call holding on every player. There's penalties in every play. It's like, that's not good. That's a yeah. bad that's don't say that. That's that's bad. You're kind of invalidating your efforts. The point. rule book for a sport or a game should not be like a fucking tax code. This shit should be <laughs> black and white. The tax code shouldn't be like the tax code. It's like right. all this shit should be black and white. And it's like, uh, wait, so this rule is on the books, and this is the language, yet you're going to say, well, that ref shouldn't have called it because it's the end of the game. It's yeah. like, so we shouldn't be fucking calling that ever. That, like, why are we calling it? And if you can, if you have guys holding on every play and you don't call it, why have holding? Or why yeah. not call it every time? Why is Lane Johnson fucking false starting on every play? Right, you know and the I right mean? tackle, too. <laughs> like, what, what, what are we doing here? Also, I mean, I had my own problems. That What was that uh, The Sneed hit on Miles Sanders? I know people will disagree with me, but that was a catch. He had 
possession two feet down, turned up field, got rocked, ball popped he out, got scooped up in the that was a touchdown. Okay. The the Dallas Goddard thing shouldn't have been a catch. That was that was such a good throw though. That yeah. might have been the best throw Jalen Hurts career. Can't reward good oh no, no, I'm I'm not I'm just talking about Hurts there because he was out there. The Devontae Smith thing, like as Eerie, the rules, very, that wasn't a catch. Very similar like, to the uh, San Francisco one, almost yeah. exactly. The Goddard play was I mean, such a drop in the bucket. I'm kind of the way I'm seeing the official. The way looking back on it, the Chiefs could have won by ten points. Sure, you know what yeah, I mean. They missed a field more. Yeah, they could have won At by least more. Six. Like, um, yeah, we talked about those catches. I also want to kind of give a little bit of a shine on Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo. They put yeah. on a clinic over Sirianni in that second half. They shut him down in the passing game, had a couple, got forced into punt a couple times, scored on every possession. Yeah. Uh, It was, it was excellent. Whatever they did, the, the red zone plays to uh, Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony wide open for the touchdowns. Right. Kadarius Tony's punt return. As soon as he got a little bit of space back from that cluster, you could see all white jerseys on the right side. I'm yeah. like, he's gone. No, he was. He played that perfectly, too. Um, well, and that was another. The punter lost his footing and line drive. I mean, Oh, it was a terrible <laughs> punt. Right. But again, that was because of the field. That wasn't him. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, it's tough. But yeah, I mean, Andy Reid did the damn thing. Yeah. And he is, he is really solidified himself as. Yeah, probably number two in his. I mean, Belichick, you can't touch. Yeah. I mean, he's got six rings. He was a defensive coordinator for the Giants, right, with Parcells. Yep. Either way, but Andy Reid, what he did in Philadelphia, I mean, he went to four NFC Championship games, went to a Super Bowl. Granted, those were losses, but. But still, you're there. To then go do the same thing with. to No, to. So to go to four NFC Championship games and one Super Bowl, granted, it was a loss is insane for sure for Andy Reid to have done 20 years ago in Philly for your next job to be at Kansas City you go to five AFC championship games three Super Bowls and win two he is getting I mean who knows how this ends with him and Mahomes but he could be getting close to like Mount Rushmore coach territory I mean the Paul Browns and Lombardi's of the world that's like a whole other era that's like a different world you know what I mean for sure yeah, I couldn't agree more. He's the the bar set so high. Like a modern for, Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. Belichick sets the bar so high, but but and if you it, look at Andy Reid's coaching tree, it's arguably it's more better. Success, it's, it's it better. is, and no, I don't even think it's arguable. Not at all. John no, Harbaugh I agree. Has a Super Bowl. Yep. Didn't uh, who else is on it? There's yeah. He's got a lot some of the guys. League, really. Yeah. Which brings us to this next thing, and we don't get got to get bogged down on this, but what is the deal with Eric Bieniemy? He's interviewed for a head coaching position 15 or head coaching slash other offensive coordinator 15 times. Surprised not more. Something happened when he played at Colorado. I don't know what that was. Was it like a sexual thing or like a, like a, like like an allegation? I think it was like a, like a domestic assault or like a sexual assault. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Because that came out. I mean, that doesn't get talked about a lot. That was mentioned in the last round or two of interviews he did, like, in the last couple of years. Yeah. But, I mean, how good do the Chiefs have to be for this guy to get a head coaching thing? I know Andy Reid is the offensive... Like, he calls the plays, yeah. doesn't he? I mean, yeah, I don't I know so. what does Eric Bieniemy do exactly if Andy Reid's calling the plays. 
apparently many teams in the league agree with you. <laughs> right? Like, well, and, it's just interesting because any other any other coordinator with his resume would have gotten a shot by now. Oh, yeah. Probably two shots. We you know see it. I mean? We see Philly's uh, offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen, got hired by the they Colts poached, and Jonathan Gannon see, into the I'm Cardinals. I'm kind of weary. I'm weary of moves like this when it's like, oh, this team was really good. For one year, they go to the Super Bowl, and then you go, "Oh, their their coordinators must be fucking brilliant." I don't know, like that. We'll have to see. Like that's all going to be fun to watch happen. I, I think Steichen's the better hire than Gannon, the defensive coordinator. And Gannon's out in uh, uh, Arizona. Arizona. Yep, did you see his, Stayed there. Did you see him like him getting to the facility today? Mm-mm. And he had like his back. They both uh, they did a bit on this. Was it on? It was either on Dan Patrick or Good Morning Football. And it was like. <laughs> Tell me which one this is, and they kept flashing pictures of them, and it's like everyone was guessing the other dude oh, the whole funny. time, just because they're they're largely nobodies. But we'll get to know them either way. He gets to the Arizona facility, and is like, "Where's Kyler?" and like runs down the hall. They like embrace Kyler. Oh, hey, I hate that. I don't know if he's just got a weird body, but like Kyler always looks chubby and Short like and out of shape. Yeah, and he was wearing like a big like XXL The Smiths shirt, and it's like. What the fuck is Kyler? Uh, Kyler Murray, you like a big like Morrissey guy? Another red flag, by the way. That's but, hey, that sounds like something comfortable to wear while you're playing Call of Duty. I get, yeah, I don't mind if I get sweat on this. That's uh, great. This charming man, but he's not. No, not at all. I would not. I wouldn't be surprised if their new GM maybe shopped him around. If they don't, if they're if him and uh, Gannon aren't fully set. Based on what you're saying, it seems like Gannon's pretty infatuated, but we'll find out. Well, and apparently his wife is or was like a the main editor or she was like some big wig for like vogue magazine like yeah so i i don't know they're apparently like a oity-toity couple they'll get into the desert and take it over i'm sure i'll have a good time cliff kingsbury will be just an afterthought out in thailand uh are (laughs) any thoughts on the halftime show i um yeah, I mean, I thought, I mean, A, Rihanna was a great choice. She's got a ton of hits that she's like one of those modern pop stars where it's like, I'm pretty sure even my mom is like, oh, I like like 10 Rihanna songs. It was like, Whether she you know was it or a not, good even. way to be like, I want 12 year olds watching this and I want like 70 year olds watching this. Um, she was pregnant. We picked that out early and often, like a lot of people did, I'm sure. Which even in low D. Uh, low D. <laughs> I think kind of. You know, handcuffed her on like what she could do performance wise. For sure. But all in all, it seemed cool. Loved the uh, Smash Brothers floating stages. That was cool. And really, if you're going to have it where it's like, you know, if it was like when Beyonce did it, it was like she could run all over the stadium. There was flashing lights and fireworks and blah, blah, blah. And that's yeah. something you can do if you're not like whatever, five months pregnant that, or whatever that helps. it is. But I think for what it was, it was actually pretty good. I think it will go down as really iconic the further we get away from it as just Rihanna all in red. And then it's a sea of, like, nameless faces, people dressed in, like, all white. I I think the image will stay with people, and it'll be shown on, like, highlight reels and montages for years to come. But there wasn't any, like... Outside of her being pregnant, there wasn't like a holy shit. Uh, yeah, she yeah. fucking brought out Jay Z and they or whatever. You know what I mean? It wasn't like last year. Where it was like, oh my god, fat 
50 Cent is like hanging upside down from a jungle gym. It's Where like, did that oh, come this from? Is tight. Yeah, yeah. Like 1999 like, again. Were, it wasn't like there weren't a lot of memeable moments outside uh, of just like it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I thought she sang well. There were definitely some points where you could tell there's a little bit of music pumping behind it. It's always a little bit. Oh, it's always hard to say how much is. Well, yeah, but see, I don't even I don't even acknowledge that because that's the way it is and always yeah has I, I get been. that i get that especially on performances like super bowl it's like contingency plans like we can't have this fuck up yeah so they just like record the dress rehearsal yeah. and play it over yeah it's like and he, even going back to ed sullivan and like you know times on snl throughout the years it's like that's the oldest trick in the music that doesn't mean you're talentless or I've oh seen, yeah I, no for i saw sure. the takes of that and it's like and from certain people, and it was just like, oh, well, well. it's like, uh, just because she's not like a white dude with a beard playing guitar, she is fake and not a musician right. and sucks. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, and I, I'm definitely not invested in that that was like a big thing, but. No, I mean, yeah. and, well, that, a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure. that, And I get it. I mean, it's not, it's not so rewarding to see someone lip sync, but it's like, I, I mean, if you really think, I mean. I'm trying to think of like a good example of uh, someone that people might like, but yeah, I don't know. You see if someone doing a shit ton of choreography and their voice sounds awesome, it's like, you're also listening to a track. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So sad to see the NFL go. As we said at the beginning, this was definitely a very great way to cap off of a fun season overall. Yeah, well, and how do we feel about the commercials? I mean, I was not seeing a ton of them, but some of them were all right. Largely, I feel like the commercials for over a decade now have just been it's bad, way soft. worse. Yeah, it's like it's either just some stupid like internet companies thing, which those were never really cool. The QR those, code like, in like 1999 when it was like the PetSmart like talking like sock dog or whatever the fuck it was like. <laughs> or what was that? That was like a trading company. I, uh, oh, there. It was like E Trade. Uh, whatever it was, you there was a ton of things. The 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 dancing baby. All of that. Of the Quiznos people too. But now it's just celebrity cameos and like how silly we can we be? I would like to see. All right, let's say every commercial break is a five minute block. What I would like a five minute block with at least five celebrities involved. Oh, I'm and sure. And five different more. products. What you do is you get different directors and you have them team up with brands, cast the thing, and work in product placement. So, hey, Quentin Tarantino, you just get a five-minute block. You can get John Travolta and the guys from Scrubs. You can get Leo DiCaprio. You can do a fucking alcohol commercial and a car commercial and whatever. Or you can be like, hey, Wes Anderson, how about we bring out the Wilson brothers, you can get, you know, Sear Sharonin or Emma Tom or Emma, uh, whatever. Yeah, I would like to see it idea. more go that way. Like, give idea. these guys with great brains and great eyes, the give them whatever. Say, hey, over the next five months, you're kind of giving them an ad lib. Yeah, but... here's five months and fifty million dollars. Bring me five fucking minutes working time. Great Coca-Cola. shit that would make people go, <laughs> like, yeah, make this a trailer for a movie. And then yeah. everyone will be talking about it the next day. That's a great idea. You're basically giving them an ad lib. 
and they're just gonna, right. they're gonna fill in. Yeah, the, like the, yeah, the Mad Lib that shit. There. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's a cool idea. It would probably cost a little bit of money, but there's some there's some fun competition. But everything costs money. I mean, they're spending yeah. billions oh, of yeah, dollars yeah. in the Super Bowl. Drop like, bucket. A, yeah, so fuck it for yeah. sure. Drop I, in I, the I, I like that idea a lot. I like that idea a lot. Maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll listen to this episode, Roger Goodell, and make the right decision for once. If they knew what was good for them, they'd be listening. Wouldn't blame them one bit. Moving to the NBA. We talked about it last show. You predicted it. KD traded to Phoenix. That was... Yep. Just it, what the doctor prescribed. And absolutely not requiring moving Chris Paul nor DeAndre Ayton. I know, because we were wondering... Yeah, I mean, figured someone would have to move, but no. I mean, in which case, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of a lot of, you know, contract and trade shit yeah, in I mean, NBA or any other sport. That's not the stuff that really piques my interest, but... I mean, it seems as though if you can keep Booker, Aiton, and Paul and get Kevin Durant, you won that trade. Like, yeah. you know, I, Four I don't firsts know. you or got not. a new owner who's like one of the richest in the league. It's like, fuck it. Like, he made his big splashy move. Go win a fucking ring or two. Yeah. yeah I'm giving up Michael Bridges is, he's a good piece. Probably the um, best part of that deal to Brooklyn. And the writing was kind of on the wall as well. Like, they knew Kevin Durant wanted out. You could kind of lowball him slightly more as a result, Well, I like. yeah, I mean, and, and they were seemingly, it was like, they were blowing that up or fire-sailing shit anyway. Yeah. And Josiah and Kevin Durant seemed to actually have a good relationship, unlike much, Kyrie. Yeah, I was going to say, much better than his uh But, yeah, and if you're going to get Mikhail Bridges, I mean, like, that's a nice piece. But, yeah, I mean, just seeing a, a, as the Suns, it's like, I mean, outside, of, I mean, it was the right move. Right now, outside of Kevin Durant, I mean, it's like Luca Greek free. I mean, LeBron's too old for any trade like that to be. Yeah. But this is the last. This is probably the last time where Kevin Durant's going to be like a holy shit splashy. Like he's going to change our franchise completely. Unless, of course, he goes somewhere next year, which could also happen. You never know. With and that. like, <laughs> I heard some guys, like media guys like burying LeBron for his leadership and like lack of accountability, whatever. And like, whatever, I'm not here to defend LeBron again, but I think we touched on this last week, but the ease and acceptance with which Kevin Durant just moves around the fucking league and largely while playing good, doing nothing is insane. And like, no one talks about it. No, <laughs> Everybody just like loves him so much, but it's like, nah. outside, just... if he, if he didn't go to golden state, You'd be looking at like oh Tracy McGrady, yeah, or like Kevin Garnett before he went to the fucking Celtics. Like yeah. you're really good, but like how good are you? Yeah, you're, you know you're I mean? great, even. Yeah, you're only good when you're around like other really, really good people. Hey, no shame in that, but no, definitely not the legacy. I'm sure he'd want. I know. Yeah, I mean, I guess I was just thinking that more of a legacy. Yeah, because a lot of people like to put him in like a top ten play. Like he gets mentioned in those circles, and it's like I don't. He's maybe a top ten scorer. Yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah, like, okay, that's, that's fine, but yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to find seven footers who can shoot from thirty two out. What if his only rings are are Golden State ones? I won't call it a disappointment of a career because he's still been great outside of the injuries. No, it's not a late, disappointment, but, but it's it, just you know, he kind of missed the mark. Speak yeah, to kind of missed the, the mark. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and not what he would hope for, surely, especially given some of the talent he's been playing with. Uh, D'Angelo Russell sent over to the Lakers in a three-way trade, I believe. I sent Russell 
Westbrook, a lot of Russells in this trade, yeah. out to Utah. Where he had that interaction with that one fan. Was that last year or two years ago? I think like, it was last year. And he hates, I mean, that's an interesting place for him to Utah land. does not care for black people seemingly much either. No, <laughs> as, a, as a general no, no. rule of thumb. Uh, word on the street is that they're trying to seek a buyout for him. And word on that same street is that there's not a lot of takers who would want him. Because bad attitude... Very ball dominant. Yeah. Um, but see, I think like some, uh, like, but there are some franchises out there that should be lucky to have him. It's like, yeah, he has a bad attitude to the media. I think outside, outside of like the Lakers thing, I feel like he's actually like well liked by yeah, players oh, or whatever. Is. But he needs to be this he needs to be the son yeah and he's just like not he, it, it needs to be russ centric no but no i mean even now he could go back to the fucking wizard he could go to a bunch of shitty teams and sell a shut shit ton of tickets sure sure he average a triple double like two years ago didn't he it's like he could still do that when no one else is around but that's just where he is now you have to be that guy where it's like hey van halen moved on without me man but i'm still diamond dave Fucking come see Diamond Dave. Yeah, I'm at I'm at fucking Harris tonight, and like you know, sell that shit out and do splits. You're still that fucking guy. Like you are Diamond Dave, dude. Like if it gets him paid, still too. Yeah, like he's still cashing big checks. No shame in it. And there was actually a story that came out about the trade. Um, Funny enough, you mentioned it kind of with the media. There's a bunch of players who came out and said like in the bubble he was tipping like. 10 grand of the maids once a week he's a guy who like always hooks up hotel employees just all accounts like really good guy as like a a man like maybe not as like like a personality like a celebrity because i I mean a lot of the times a lot of the shit he does rubs me the wrong way where he like talks or like reacts to questions but really like his whole time in the league it's always been like russ is he's like apparently like one of the true, like, not bullshit, true, like, family men. I believe This is, like, him and his wife and his kids, and he's just like, yeah, like, I just kind of fucking, like, play and then go to L.A. in the offseason and, like... Be warm. Do my thing. Yeah, yeah work live out life, out. like, play golf and hang out. So that's cool. Hopefully it all works out for him. I would hate for him to have to play in Utah because, A, they are known as being a shitty fan base, and, B... Yes. I don't think that'd be such a fun state to live in. <laughs> Unless you're, he doesn't catch me as much of a skier, but I'm not going to be one to assume. No, I just, I mean, I've never been there, but I don't know how that all works with Mormon law. Is it like, a, is it like every town a dry town that you can't get a drink know, after 6 no, p.m.? But, like, well, not every town. No. But I'm sure there's there's some areas that he would want to not uh, go into. Sure. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Zion Williamson, he will not be going into any games anytime soon. He had a setback with his hamstring. I know, and we mentioned that. Yeah, it's a shame because he's so electric, but he seemingly is one of those guys that just has that bug where it's like just not durable, really. Right now, at least. And I don't even know if that's like a weight. I don't know what that is. Some people are just like that where it's like you just. Soft tissue. Yeah, like you get hurt easily, like whatever. It's like. Just not cut for it at that point. I hope he is able to come back. The Pelicans are still playing. I hope so too. I hope as he's following like the Joel Embiid, because Joel Embiid had this problem early in his career where it was like a lot of foot injuries. You can play like two thirds of a season and then we get like a foot injury, like a knee thing. And it's like, you're a big guy. Who knows? Because this could go one of two ways for Zion. It could go the Embiid way where it's like, oh, 
five years later, you're like getting second, third place votes in the MVP race every year. Or it could go the Greg Oden route where it's like, dude, Hopefully they not. put you out the path. Like, you're about to be turned into glue, son. Like, you know? It's definitely, it's more on the table than I wish it was. And we'll we'll see. I know he's, by all accounts, he's working really hard. The weight's in a better spot than it was. Maturing. Uh, seems committed to, to getting out there. It's just another setback. You hate to see it. Our standings in the NBA. Boston and the Nuggets are still up top, but the Bucks overcame the Celtics last night. A big game in overtime. They're only half a game out. So we might have a new leader atop yeah, the East. I'm pulling for the Bucks. I don't I, I want the Celtics to fail. I agree. And Jalen Brown is hurt now, which we don't wish for. Yeah, it was like a face thing, right? Like a cheekbone. So. Like he like broke a face bone or something, maybe. Yeah, so a big loss for them. We'll see how Tatum and carry them. I think they'll get Marcus Smart back soon, which will help. Well, how about Dallas? I know that Luca and Kyrie played their first two games together, and they both scored over 30 points in their first two games together, and they lost both games. The first time that's ever happened in the NBA. Wow. That two marquee players, or, or maybe even two players in their first two games together, scored 30 or more points and lost both games. The Kings and Consecutive the games, that is. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad loss to the T-Wolves, too. They suck. Well, and they each had... It was the end of the game, and they each had... It was, like, time kind of expiring, shots going up, and they both deferred and passed. Because I think they're, they're both self-conscious of, sure, like, yeah. how's this going to work? I don't want to show him up. dominant. So I think they'll work it. I mean, if hey, if you guys are both out there scoring 30-plus and you happen out. to lose those two games... That's an aberration. Keep doing it. You guys will probably be really fucking dangerous in whatever, six weeks when the playoffs start. I mean, that's what's crazy about the NBA and the NHL. The playoffs are not. They're like a month and a half away. It's like, Isn't it like yes, sometime sir. in April they start in our in earnest? Like, Might be right towards shits, the like, middle or the end of April because yeah. I know the NBA finals always end in like June. June, yeah. yeah. But, I but I feel the playoffs like those, take forever. They're like two months of yeah, playoffs. Yeah, they take forever. Yeah. Because it's all seven-game series and blah, blah, blah. One team will sweep. The other will go to seven. we got to drag it out for two weeks. Either way, college basketball. Terps beat Penn State by six. It was great for anyone who didn't have the minus six-and-a-half spread on the Terps. Uh, they got a huge game against Purdue in College Park tomorrow. Might try to tune in for that one after Harper's vet appointments. Uh, Alabama's up to number one over... Houston, Purdue, UCLA, and Kansas to round out the top five. So we're getting to see some actual names that we recognize up mm -hmm. there in college basketball. It's been a while. Uh, weird thing I noticed today, early, or when we talked about it maybe two or three weeks ago, we talked about how Duke, UNC, Kentucky, Michigan State, they weren't even um, The Blue ranked. Bloods, you're right. right now yeah. they're not even getting, none of them were even receiving votes for a ranking, wow. which is wild. I know, but I love this. Oh, I love all of it. Yeah, this is one of those like Maryland uh, got one vote, <laughs> one. But I, yeah, there's like <laughs> the NCAA is healing itself now. It it's like, there was like a purge, and now it's like oh, it makes me so so. <laughs> all happy. the native grasses are taking over. Absolutely, and it was long overdue, and it's only going to get worse. I feel like with this NIL shit and the one year transfer windows, but we'll keep an eye on that. 
weird story out of I guess it's kind of, it's been labeled more MLB, but it's kind of a couple different sports in general. A little NBA, a little NHL. Did you see Bally Sports? No, they, they don't def- know anything about this. A little live reaction from beautiful, Doc. beautiful. So they deferred on an interest payment that they had for whatever reason. Uh, Bally Sports did correct, and they've got uh, I've got the ESPN article up here. They got 14 Major League Baseball teams under contract, 16 NBA, and 12 NHL. As far as like what's concerned, like as broadcasting, okay, broadcasting yeah, and yeah, coverage yeah. and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. They deferred a 140 million dollar interest payment, which I don't know these contracts back and forth, but that seems like a substantial amount of money to me. So right. They apparently 140 have op- million. 140 mil. So apparently it opens up a grace period where for 30 days, and if they're not able to get their shit straight, essentially they have to declare bankruptcy. They are a subsidiary of the Sinclair Broadcast Group, which no, well, I know yeah, that we you're don't. not a fan of. <laughs> not, no one should be. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, but really, just like a crazy story for so much control. Basically, half of the of three leagues to not be able to pay your interest. Now, is this like, is this one of those like weird, like shitty, like business loophole things? Or are they like in dire, like, are they in trouble? It's seeming like like dire. No, it's seeming dire. Um, Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're talking about how, cause uh, I don't know. I just watched margin call last night and it was about like, you know, the fucking mortgage bubble and all the meltdown of 2008. Yeah. I think they just kind of, those, I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm always weary. Like, this sounds like it's like. Eh, I, I think they know. just kind of overshot their outreach, expanded a little quick for their britches, and then got in a financial hole. And apparently, once the Major League Baseball season starts, it's going to be a lot worse because they're going to have to start paying those teams, 16 teams, every night. Right. And like, you ain't making gonna... no money in the MLB, no. baby. So, yeah, not, not, not compared to the NFL. No, not football money. No, not at not all. Football money. So that'll be an interesting thing to keep an eye on. Uh, Chell, Ovi's going to be missing an undisclosed, indisclosed, I guess is the correct word, amount of time uh, due to the death of his father. We hate to hear that mm-hmm. um, wholeheartedly. Yeah. So uh, thoughts out to you, Ovi. Yeah. Highly doubt you'll hear this, but we we got you in in our minds. Uh, the Caps went one and two since the last time we spoke. Up to 28, 22, and 6. Can't imagine that they're going to be playing super great without number 8 for the foreseeable future. But, Joe, you got any more for us on this? I haven't caught much of the much of their action this week. It's been a busy one. Yeah, I mean, I, I caught the Bruins game, which was awesome. <clears throat> as Bruins, that was a big win. Bruins have been the hottest team. Um, so that's that's a big win. Really tough loss the, uh, the following night. But... You know, back to back on the road and going from East Coast to West Coast to play the Sharks, if I remember right, I think it was. Sounds right. Uh, Sounds right. And then losing like three to one or four to one, that sucks. Um, yeah, I, I mean it's it's only been a couple of games since the All Star break, so not much to take in, especially with Ovi being out. We'll uh, we'll see. Somebody's gonna step up. Uh, I don't doubt it, but uh, really, just gotta wait and see. And uh, yeah, that's that. Unfortunately, one point behind Schittsburg as of right now. That loss was indeed at home to the Sharks and the Hurricanes afterwards. So, Canes are rolling. They're a good team. 
a little bit of golf news. We got Tiger on deck this weekend, which is very exciting. The Genesis Invitational, Riviera Country Club, Pacific Palisades, California. We're throwing yeah. out all sorts of alliteration and fun words Down there. Palisades Park. Yeah, and he played in the Pro-Am today, 16 holes in the practice round, which that's a good sign. Yep. Um, and he said, you know, it's not even the leg or the knees as much as it is the ankle, but that he feels as good as he's felt in a very long time, and he's positive he can hold up. He said, I wouldn't enter if I didn't think I could beat these guys, which is great to hear. We love to hear that. The trouble is he is going out late early. His draw for Thursday, Friday is he's a late tee time, so he'll be teeing off Thursday afternoon in case any of you guys want to watch. He will be on television Thursday afternoon. Now, I don't know exactly the TV schedule, but if he's late early, that means he's teeing off Friday morning, which will be harder for you to watch him in live time. But more importantly than that, the thing when people talk about the draw for Tiger, what's important or what people think is important, we don't know how important it really is, but... He would rather on Thursday and Friday have a early, late draw to give himself more time to rest. Like if he tees off at 8 a.m. on Thursday and he's done by 1 or 2, then he has another 24 hours. So he, tee- he might not tee off until noon. You know what I mean? Yeah, the next yeah. day. Yeah, like that's that, substantial. More time for rest, rehab, all of that. For sure. Um, so he's and if we're talking conspiracy. Eh, 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 <laughs> If sports conspiracies and people setting up things to benefit what they want is a real thing, then the draw wouldn't be this way for Tiger Woods in this like tournament that no one really gives a fuck about. Right. He's that's why I don't think that shit really fucking happens. I mean, it it happens time to time, but also it doesn't. Like sometimes it's just like I don't know, dude. That was the draw. And he's three oh four with Rory. Justin Thomas. Yeah, which is great. Like, Ryan Brem, Russell Henley, and Tyler Duncan. No, he's nice just, group. No, no, he's it's just him. Oh, they're JT, all that. Yeah, they're all that three man group. Yeah, yeah, three man group. They're all that. a blue man group, but it's three man group. But either way, Tiger's in a great group, and that's why it's like, kind of can't wait to watch that. And it's out on the West Coast, isn't it? Yeah, California Pacific Palace. So there you go. Yeah, should be yeah fun. where are they? Riviera? Yes, I, sir. Uh, country club. Great fucking country club. Great clubhouse. That's come on, and that's Hogan's Alley down there. But it'll be fun to. I hope he makes the cut because that's a great course to watch. And I know that. Yeah, that group's awesome. Who'd you say it was? Him, JT, and, and Rory. Rory. Yeah, yeah that's come a, that's on. A who's who there? Yeah, like three of my favorite golfers of all time. Yeah, that would uh might have to tune in for that. At least maybe the back nine, because I mm-hmm. might be back from the vet appointment then. Maybe get some Chick Fil A yeah, on the way I'm home. I'm thinking of like maybe after work, it's like, uh, maybe I do a little like happy hour, go get like you know two or three beers and Hoppers watch some calling. of that shit. Hoppers <laughs> is calling. Hey, well we'll all be in touch. <laughs> Sadly, doesn't seem great for me, but Harper can go there. We'll They're going to shut me down. Hopefully there's not some governor doing a live address. Wouldn't be the first time we've been there. <laughs> Correspondent Kev is back. As we had talked about earlier in the show, we got our normal trivia crew back together. Kev, great to see you. How's it going, Mr. Turkey? 
<laughs> it's good. It's good. Glad to be back, gentlemen. Hope we all enjoyed the Super Bowl. It was a classic. Sunset losers, gambling wise, but spring training's back. Hope everybody's excited as I am. Oh, I cannot wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. And hopefully, have some previews coming out for you. A little baseball coming your way. Well, and you know how they always say pitchers and catchers report. What are the other guys doing? What's what's the infield doing? What what's our center fielder doing right now? Like, are they still on a beach somewhere? Are they like getting their bags ready? What Hopefully do you think, stretching. guys? Yeah, seriously stretching. Please stretch. It's a long season. You can't overdo that. Some there are reports that stretching is overrated, if not even pseudoscience. Do no, you guys believe in that? No, liars. Have you heard these? Have you heard of this? I have though? not, but they're liars. Oh, well, <laughs> I have not. There you go. If you stretch wrong, sure. But if you stretch, like, sure. <laughs> if the first time you stretch is like really stretching for something, you then you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. There, yeah, if you yeah, overdo yeah, it, you're yeah. done for two weeks. But. Great to see you. Welcome back. As I said, our scores, because we took a week off. Doc in the lead with nine points. I've got five, and producer Joe with three. So, still a lot of a uh, lot of game in play here, boys. Why don't Let's you see what happens. Yeah, why don't you take us to question one? All right, we'll just keep up with the Super Bowl theme, considering it was Super Bowl week. The Eagles became the second team in Super Bowl history to blow a double-digit halftime lead. Name the other team that did that. Go one point. Got A, the Denver Broncos, B, the Dallas Cowboys, C, the Atlanta Falcons, or D, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Ravens tried really hard in 2012. But they did. Hey, not for that power outage. That is a blowout and a half. Oh yeah. No, we are running them at the gym, and that's great. We don't. Even, we get to think about that, you know. Yeah, and yeah, in an abstract thought, because it didn't happen to us. Yep, Jimmy Smith saved the day. One, two, three. All C's. All C's. Clean sweep. It was Atlanta Falcons. Twenty-eight to three. Now, but if the if the ref was there that called the Bradbury thing. Then Jimmy Smith would have been called for holding or passing interference on Michael Crabtree. If that, if the same the same official would have Maybe. called that on him, I'd have cried. Oh yeah, but he would have called it. Uh, it's not impossible. It was definitely less blatant. Definitely less blatant. Good start there, gentlemen. Three for three. Way better than run time. What do you got for question two for us? Question two, our everyone's favorite. Patrick Mahomes joining an illustrious group of players to win multiple Super Bowls and multiple Super Bowl MVPs. Name the other two that have done it. A, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. B, Tom Brady and Joe Montana. C, Tom Brady and John Elway. Or D, Terry Bradshaw and Peyton Manning. We're going to flip one, two, three. (laughs) B, B, and I wrote Brady Montana, which is B. It is B. There we Brady go. And, and, yep. Joe won three. I think Brady's got, what, like four or five, something like that, and Super Bowl MVPs. I don't know off the top of my head, but I know it's multiple. Enough. Enough. Hey, six for six, boys. How many was that one worth? Two. 
I figured they were a little bit, those two were a little bit easier. So we've each got three points tonight. We're three, three, three. At each other. Times two is the devil's number, but we're not in. Don't that worry, there's two more to go, guys. Don't worry. Let's see how badly we can fuck we'll it up. We'll go with Mahomes again because he's just amazing at everything these days. Patty Mac. He joins Rare Company in another way to win regular season. The Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP all in one year. Who was the last player to do it? Got A, Tom Brady, B, Peyton Manning, C, Ben Roethlisberger, or D, Kurt Warner. I've got my answer ready. I do as well. And we're going to flip. One, two, three. D, D, and A. It is Kurt Warner. It, had, it had, 1999, that greatest show on turf year. Yep. It was him or Brady. Yep. It was him or Brady. Ironically enough, Brady, the years he won MVP in the regular season, he never won the Super Bowl. Well, and that's what's great about it. Like, Brady will be a great foil for trivias in years to come because he's yep. done almost everything a quarterback can do. But there are still some things where it's like, you would think Tom Brady's the obvious answer, but it's like, yeah. Like you just said, the years he won the league MVP, he didn't win the Super Bowl. So, yeah, there's a lot of those nooks and crannies out there. Shout out to Thomas's English muffins. But, yeah, they're <laughs> all there. And that was a three-pointer, right? Boys. Oops, sorry. Three. Perfect. Uh, this this Google Meets, it should allow us to interrupt each other a little better. Google Meets oh is like, am I getting like Gabagool 3D printed? Or like, where's my fucking roast beef coming from? Like Google Meets. What, are they going to get into that now? Is like they got a deli counter? They're probably already well ahead of it. We just don't know it. But hey, question four. Hopefully we do know this one. Yeah, it's a tough one. I... I... I heard it the other day and I didn't know it. Name the school that has produced the most Super Bowl quarterbacks. They, that means they wow. have just participated in the Super Bowl. It does not mean they've won the Super Bowl. Okay. Mm. Got A, USC, B, Tennessee, C, Cal, or D, Notre Dame. If I may, does this – so if you make it multiple times, that includes – is that multiple – it's just one. If okay. You, like, so the quarterback if, who made it. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Yeah. It's not number of appearances. Right, we're gonna flip one, two, three. It's two C's and an A. It is C. It is Me Calvary. and Ted have been at it all night. Yes, sir. Back and forth. And name those quarterbacks if you don't mind. Your boy. <laughs> Jared Co- Goff. Aaron Rodgers. Cowboy. Craig, Craig Morton. He did not win the Super Bowl. He got there twice, but <laughs> yeah. did not win. Craig Morton saw. Yeah. Um, Joe Kapp got there with the Vikings in 69, got pummeled by the Raiders. And Vince Ferragamo with the Rams against Pittsburgh in 1979. Would be lying. Well, this seemed... Ironically, only one of them won it, though. One in four. That's bad. And that's Aaron Rodgers. Mr. Rodgers. Which seems like the perfect time to unveil my Aaron Rodgers haiku. And it goes a little something like this. Ayahuasca. Dark. Yes. I've been immunized. Just relax. Simpler. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your Aaron Rodgers haiku. Put it, put it. He's got got it above his bed he just home. snapped me out here we are <laughs> <laughs> it's the coffee house artsy fartsy 
Yeah. I was reading the other day. So Cal has the most quarterbacks that have gotten there, but the school that has the most wins, it's Alabama and Purdue. Three mm. quarterbacks from each have won from those schools. Joe Willie Namath. Uh, yep. Who is another good Alabama quarterback? Oh, uh, what, like, was Stabler? Uh, yep. Very yep. good, very yeah, good. Namath, Stabler. How many others are there? That was it. Yeah, that was it. Okay. And yeah. then Purdue is Breeze, not Kyle Orton. Uh, oh, it has to be someone early, like uh, like, like Len, Len Dawson or something. Uh, oh, who was it? Oh, Bart Starr. Oh, Bart Starr. Yeah, I knew it was someone super early. Shit. Len Dawson for Purdue. Yeah. I forgot that one. Len too. Dawson That's went for Purdue. Yeah. Come on, here I am. Extra points. Dogs out here bowling out. <laughs> Just it's that brain. The other one was Bob Greasy. Bob Greasy, sense. yeah. That makes sense. Greasy do. Love that name. How many was that last one worth? Four. I, I was I was tough. I did not know that. I heard that the other day on one of my podcasts. Okay, well, me Bob and, Greasy, me if he Doc was born Doc. today, would be a rapper. It's like, you heard of Pooh Shiesty, but here's Bob Greasy. <laughs> and he's going to come out here with some like great drill music shit. Like, Bob and Young Greasy. <laughs> Right. Well, 10 points for myself and Doc. We swept the board, brought our brooms. Producer Joe, you hung for a bit. You got three out of that. So our tracker for trivia here, we got a week left in February. Doc's got 19. I've got 15. Joe's got six. So, Joe might be drinking a Natty Daddy in two episodes. We don't know. It's up to him. How does he want to celebrate the loss? Maybe he'll come back. Make sure you tune in to find out. It won't be the worst thing that's ever happened to him. It could be close, but it won't be the worst. <laughs> you have to drive home afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. You can do it on your ride home. Just make sure to FaceTime us the whole way. Bring the bicycle. <laughs> Bring the bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Less likely to right, but you can dish a bike way <laughs> <Yeah>. easier. <laughs> Less likely to uh, goodness. But fun, Kev. It was awesome to have you back. Glad to be back. Great to see you. We will uh, we'll do the damn thing again next week, same time, same place. Sounds good to me, guys. See you take some February, but it's big Orioles updates coming up. Excited for it. No, they're coming. It will be coming. Don't worry. Talk to you guys soon. Great All right, Kevin. Later, Kevin. Later. So, great round of trivia there. Was happy to have correspondent Kev back on the horn. We're going to roll right on into our soapboxes here, as we tend to do to wrap up the show. I've got a two-parter this week, but they're both kind of short. My first one is facial hair. I haven't shaved in like a month. Yeah, I, um, I've noticed that. Looking good. We First time we've seen you with any noticeable facial hair, maybe yeah. ever. It's grown in a little better than I thought it would. I don't... I. It's kind of bushy. It's very irritating. Like, every time I drink my water bottle, I feel it on my... I, it's not... Yeah. But at the same time, I really don't enjoy shaving. Really? So it's like, it's just been a nice chore... At what, like, where do you balance it? Like, Well, that's the thing. It's all balanced. And you got to... You grow it in, but then you gotta you gotta maintain. I mean, you yeah. gotta trim it down. It's one more thing. It it's got like it, it. There's a method to the madness. It's gonna get to a point soon enough where I 
don't feel like trimming it down, and I'm just gonna shave it all off. It's probably within the. No. It's probably before the end of the month. No, no, no. Keep and when the day you think you're gonna want to shave it all off, then just go to a good barber and be like, Shit's "Hey, it's expensive tri- nowadays. No, it's, like it's thirty five bucks no, a trim no, before I tip. Oh, it's no, no, unless I'm going to. No, uh, no, that's not true. Not not where we live. Uh, well, compared to other places, you're right about that, but. Yeah, I, you know, we'll see. It is annoying. It's getting slightly worse. I de- I'm a fidgeter, so I definitely sure. fidget with like my chin hair. It's ve- it's and I feel like I notice myself doing it. and I get annoyed. The worst for me is the lip line. Yeah, the, the upper lip is the upper lip sucks. You're biting them off, yes. or, or they're or you're fucking with them, and, you're, and then you got a chapped lip. Yeah, I mean, the, what's going on? The upper lip sucks. But you know, if you can grow it, if you got it. And you know, because I and just to talk on this personally, I go in and out. Like you know, I'll have facial hair in the colder months or even in the summer, some scrag. But you know, clean shaven is always a good thing. I, you don't have any gray in your beard, which well, is a good thing. It's hard to tell. It's a lot of blonde. <laughs> a lot of blonde. Well, that yeah, that's what I say. My grays are just mature blondes. They're right. just like Strawberry. special blondes. Strawberry. Yeah, it's like like. Four star generals. I, I can say for sure, like playing soccer and basketball today, sitting down, my face was noticeably hotter than it ever really mm. is in those situations. So mm. that might be a deterrent as well as it gets hotter. We should get yourself a boar bristle brush. You need to be brushy. We, we got to get you some beard oil and stuff. I, you got to be, I don't you got to be maintaining that. Don't want that at all. <laughs> but we'll you see. do. You, you, but you do. We'll it'll, it'll solve a lot of the problems you're talking about. <laughs> we will see. Uh, my second part of my soapbachi or soap botch soap box here is Bocce the ball. great game botcheler. Caught up on that last night. Always a day behind. My girl Brooklyn got a date, which was great to see. Uh, my wife Ileana had her friend sent home. Was oh, accused man. of maybe uh, chasing some social media followers. Uh, Zachy boy As wasn't if that's about not it. What this whole As thing if they're is all about. not doing yeah, that. Like, that's so funny. Like, but you just can't talk about it, I guess. Um, <laughs> but it was uh, it was an interesting episode. I've been cheering for. For that uh, girl, Brooklyn, rodeo girl from the start, she just kind of seems more normal than the rest. Brooklyn, where is she from? Do we know? I think she's Austin. Oklahoma. Mm, I think okay. she's Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, but she got her first one-on-one date. Opened up a lot. Very vulnerable. Like, we we love to see a good camera work. Brooklyn's good action. a popular name. I bet sure. I bet they are. I bet it's a very unpopular name for people actually, like, in Brooklyn. Philadelphia, <laughs> no, too. I'm talking about, <laughs> but, like, the fucking, <laughs> the thorough borough. I'm like, not going to name you Bronx. <laughs> BK, to, like, BK all day out here. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. But that's my uh, my soapbox as well as my Bachelor update. Yeah. Keeping those of you posted. Doc? Well, and it's the day, the day of the release, February 15th, full swing on Netflix. It's the PGA Tours documentary series about the tour, its players, their lives, the drama, the intrigue, everything that happens throughout the season of golf has just been released on Netflix. I encourage everyone to watch it. You will learn these players a lot more, their personalities, the inner workings. They did this, they they started this last year, so there's going to be a lot of live stuff. There's going to be a lot of 
interplayer drama i'm sure this is kind of of the if you're aware of ah fuck and i can't think of the name of it right now but they did this with f1 um they've done this with uh they they did this with uh the soccer team juventus it's like uh there's a a a new thing here kind of off the wave of maybe 30 for 30 where sports docs are huge now there's just so much to talk about through the f1 thing i mean that grew that sport exponentially like in a year my parents love it a lot of people love it really got an f1 and it was largely due to the netflix series i think that you kind of got the inner working so that's going on now with golf it's called full swing on netflix i encourage everyone to watch it there now that the nfl season's done shopping lines will have a lot more golf content not that it's going to be a lot of golf content but there will be more of it so you know give it a couple watches you know bottle of wine dinner you'll love it it's it's a documentary. It's people. It's relationships. It's things. And personalities, too. That's you got all a it is full anyway. spectrum of people in the PGA. That's all sports are anyway. A lot of the times on this show, when we talk about things, we get into more than just points per game or blah, blah, blah. It's like... Say that at least me I mean blog. I mean and that's what that's one part of sports. I like the other side. It's like if everyone's a crunch numbers and do analytics, that's cool, great. But I am much more concerned with, whoa, what happened in the locker room there? Like, like he's kind of oh, an asshole. Yeah, like yeah, I I, I kind of like the palace intrigue of it all. I I don't disagree at all, and that sounds like a good series. And we're kind of short on some shows right now, so that might be one to throw some full swing. Yeah, really tried to find bullies of Baltimore. Heard great things about it. Oh yeah, so hard for me to get ESPN Plus without actually having to pay for it. Okay, but that's what you want to watch it on because that's the unedited version. I mean, what they played on ESPN, but they on ESPN Plus or like if you have the capability to get it unedited, that's when you're going to hear like Ray Lewis being like, and that's when I said like. Fuck that shit. <laughs> right? uh, uh, I mean, you want to hear that. them be oh, like for sure. full fledged. For sure. I want to hear it all. For sure. And if you all just heard that beer crack, I finally got through that natty daddy. That was <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> but we got it done. I deserved it. Hopefully, my rhyme time does better this week. Oh, we got to circle back to that as well. But nonetheless, producer Joe, any soapboxes for us? I'm going to just uh, shout out to uh, Goodwill. Always serendipitous. Whenever you need something, that spot's always got what you need, just the size. It's. Did you get well. a sport coat or some cowboy indeed. boots what a, or what was what going on? What a great on? guess there for a sport coat. Oh, what color? was it look like? <laughs> so uh, double vented, peak lapels. Little preface. Uh, shout out to Lou and Lori Grenagle. Congrats! Yeah, just yeah. tied the knot yesterday morning. Cheers to that. Had, had a uh, nice. 5 a.m. departure from Salisbury and about an hour into the drive, I realized I forgot my sport coat. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so pull into Westminster and uh, stop at the Goodwill. That's a great Goodwill, too. It's a high-class Goodwill. It's it's almost like a Great Will. It's like called, like, Great William. It's not even called the Goodwill. (laughs) They have so much clothes. They don't have any, like, furniture. But if you need a a jacket, that's the spot. Shout out to Lena. Totally is. She loves clothes. Yeah, she's shouting out. Uh, go bitty, on, Joe. Selena, bitty bump. Yeah, no, that's about it. And you know, I just uh, got into Goodwill, and you know, it's it's wild. There's a uh, there's a full rack of sports coats side by side by side, 
and then there's just one kind of set off all by itself. Mm, might as and well have your name on it. It, it. It's it's like there was a, this was a light coming down, just fucking shining <laughs> upon it. We love it. that word, Kismet. <laughs> Shout out Crossword Puzzle. Absolutely. Man. So, yeah. That's uh, great. So, yeah. That is great. Love Goodwill. They're great people. They've got me through some community service in college. We're all in this together. Uh, so as I alluded, we're going to, this is the first, boys. We're not ending on soapboxes. We got to go to rhyme time because we didn't hit on it this week. But Doc, the Super Bowl round, he had two Woo! points. Producer Joe and myself had none between us. Terrible. Uh, really bad. Joe was halfway there with one A.J. Brown touchdown. Uh, Hassan Reddick might not have touched Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes all night. So we hated to see that. So, I feel like I've been on a bit of like, I'm on a prognostication tip been, here. Yeah. I've been running hard for like a month or two now. So you and Joe are tied with 11 points. I have six. Channel 11. I have six. So we hate to see that, at least on my end. With no NFL, nothing formal. We're going to just kind of pick from the random sports. I've got the Cleveland Cavaliers beating the 76ers in Philly tonight. I think that the Cavs are the better team. I think Embiid's a little bit banged up. I think it should be a fun game. I think it'll be close, but I will take the Cavs. Young, elite roster. And my hot spot is the Mavericks over the Nuggets tonight. Now, the Nuggets, I believe, number one in the West, they correct? Have been and for a I while. mentioned this earlier the Mavs with Kyrie and Luca playing together, they, you know, averaged over 30 and lost both games. I won't go so far as to say they're both going to get over 30 tonight, but they, the Mavs will beat the Nuggets, and one of those two players will be over 30. So we'll have a show out there. Like Can't it. wait to see that. This is when the West gets interesting. Back when the West was wild. Hey, it's been a while. Producer Joe, hot spot? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the NHL game. I'm going to say um, the Avalanche and the Wild game. So they've uh, both got 28 wins. Um, let me go back real quick. Yeah, they're both 28 wins, 19 and 20 for losses. Avalanche to Wild, respectively, five over overtime games. Uh, so I think that's going to be a pretty good game, and I feel like the Avalanche is going to win that one. Cool. I lo- love the Lanche. Is Varlamov's not still out there, correct? He was a free agent after maybe a year or two ago. Like the the Lanche, though, as some call him. Colorado's a... It's Georgiev. And goal. That's Sorry, a name there. And Franco. Peter Franco. Another name there as well. Not one that I will likely be able to pronounce correctly or remember. But for your sake, Joe, let's go abs. Uh, my steer clear for the week. I've actually going to go out on a limb here. I got Purdue falling at Maryland tomorrow night. I think Maryland's playing well enough. I think Purdue, the Purdue just lost to Indiana uh, earlier in the week. I think they're kind of playing with a little bit of fire, a little bit of an interior, um, in a, more of an interior-based game, not necessarily the most uh, modern, all considered, mm-hmm. with Zach Eady in the middle. He's a big boy. I, I got a feeling the Terps get this done. This is going to be a statement win for them. Nice. My steer clear is revolving around a NHL game going on tonight. 
I believe it's starting at 10 or 10.30. The Vancouver Canucks versus the New York Rangers. A rematch of the 1994 Stanley Cup Finals. One that I cut my teeth on. And that's why the Canucks will lose to the Rangers tonight. Mark it. 1994. Rangers. Ducks. Rangers. The ghost of Jeff Bookaboom. We go from Docs Jags to Docs Rangers, just moving up the Martin East Coast. Yeah. Producer Joe, who are you steering clear of? Yeah, another chill game. Uh, steering clear of the Blue Jackets versus Winnipeg Jets. Jets are second in their their conference, I believe, and Jackets are fucking dead last in theirs. So it's as much of a lock as it can be. So we got the Blue Jackets do indeed. Suck. We'll see if they can get it done. I wouldn't bet money on it. My top prop is also NHL related. We'll keep on keeping on here. I got the Maple Leafs beating the Blackhawks by four or more goals tonight. I think they're just a way better team. Love the Blackhawks. Really great jerseys. Uh, Surprised they haven't gotten canceled yet. But not getting it done tonight. And my top prop will be at Riv. Tiger will not only make the cut, he's going to finish top 20. I'd It'll be, so... be a welcome home Roscoe Jenkins type of thing. Oh, I'd be so happy. We're not going to be around Sunday, unfortunately. Otherwise, I'd say, especially with President's Day, we should try sure. to catch that. And this is just, uh, this isn't on the books for anything, but Max Homa might get his like fifth win in the state of California. Hey, he the kid loves is just winning fucking in California. hot now. Yes. And he's, so and he's playing good. well. Yeah. And, he, and it couldn't have no better guy. He is the best personality in golf right now. Oh, yeah. Just like, I mean, he started out doing all the like, oh, what does my swing look like? But he's just, he's just he, fun. He's what he's we a need. Guy. He, he's what the PGA Tour needs. I and agree. I just love. That golf's coming back into the fold. Long overdue. A great everyone ends up playing it. Yeah. Why can't we revel in greatness? Exactly. Producer Joe, wrap us up. Yeah, the uh, Ovechkinless Caps playing uh, the Panthers tomorrow night. I think they're gonna still put on like an offensive clinic. Uh, it's a comparable record for the two teams. I'm gonna say they uh, score four goals now. Maybe the Panthers score five and beat them, but uh, yeah, caps with four. Hey, we'll even give them four plus to throw a little bit of extra luck your direction. Would love to see it. Like I said, they've got they've gotten some names back even without Ovi, and you know, truth be told, he's a phenomenal scorer. But yeah, if you lose a goal a game, yeah, I mean, there's still there's Oshi, there's Hathaway, yep, there's Sheary. Yeah, they they should uh, be all right. Yeah, they'll be fine. They should be all right. Like that optimistic viewpoint for us. Uh, so, weird order today. Apologize for that for those of you who are uh, holding us accountable at home. Accountability is huge. We appreciate you all in that. That means you're tuning in and following along. Uh, we're going to be continuing out with some blogs as we go. We're going to hopefully have a top 20 NFL free agents article out by the rest of the or by the end of the week. Going to be discussing some MLB divisions as well as we have about seven weeks until the beginning of the Major League Baseball season. Very exciting, boys. Um, 
Going to talk a little bit about my brother as well in the blog. So make sure you tune in for that one as well. He's going to have a fight in one month and 10 days. So we're getting all ramped up here on our end for that. A lot of stuff coming at you. We appreciate you all listening and reading the blog as always. We wouldn't do this without you. We've had a lot of growth the last couple weeks and that's that's a team effort here between all of us. So kudos to y'all. Kudos to us. We're going to keep doing the damn thing. Doc, do you got anything for us before we uh, part ways? Valentine's now.